Welcome to the Rise and Thrive Podcast. My name is Liz Paris. And I'm Christina Cyphers. We're sisters. And we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Rise and Thrive. Woo! Liz and I are excited to be with you today. And um, today we're going to talk about um, how to support others with their dreams and with their goals. And the first question I want to ask all of you guys out there is, are you a dream crusher? When someone says, I want to start a business or I want to lose some weight or I want to travel to Europe or I want to do X, Y, and Z. What do you say back to them? What is your first reaction? Um, Do you first think, oh, no, you're too busy. You can't start a business or you don't follow through with things. That'll never work out. Or... Do you say, oh, you've tried to lose 10 pounds for the past 10 years and haven't been able to do it? Don't be a dream crusher, you guys. I'm here to say, stop being (laughs) negative about other people's dreams. My whole life, I feel like I've been surrounded by dream crushers and I am sick of it. And I'm here to preach from this podcast about (laughs) not being dream crushers. And so when people have something exciting that they want to accomplish, let's be positive. Let's support them. And so today I'm going to talk about a few tips um, for everyone on how to not be dream crushers, on how to be dream supporters, because we need more people in this world that support each other. And I wanted to read a quote from Zig Ziglar. He said, if you want to achieve your goals, help others achieve their goals. And I think that is so great because so many times you'll find that while you're helping someone else achieve their goal, it actually comes back and helps you. It can help you achieve your goal in the long run. So um, don't forget Zig Ziglar. He's, he's a good motivational guy. Um, so... One, one thing that I wanted to bring up is when someone brings up a goal or something they want to do, how often do you ignore them? Silence speaks louder than unspoken words. I can't tell you how many times in my life this happened where I've said, oh, I want to do this or that. And then they don't say anything. It's like, well, what? Like, <laughs> do you not think that I can lose, you know, these 10 pounds or do you not think I can, you know, start this business? And that's also crushing to just be silent about it. That's not what people want to hear. If you're, you know, saying something exciting that you want to do, I think being silent is just as bad as saying something negative. And maybe Uh, if you don't have anything positive to say like yet, because it's a new idea to you, maybe you could say, tell me about it. Like let them, you know, because that's their passion. That's what they're excited about. So maybe they just want someone to listen to them and you know, let them yeah, press their desire. Yeah, I think it's a great idea to ask questions. Yeah, maybe if you don't know what you want to say or if you're not excited about their goal, then you can ask questions and at least make them feel like you care and help them feel like you're listening and 
And that can make all the difference for your relationship with that person. And also so that you're not a dream crusher. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I wanted to give an example about someone who's not a dream crusher in my life. So as you all know, I recently, if you follow the podcast, I recently have moved to Grand Junction. Um, and by doing that, I had to move my photography business here. And so I've been starting over. And so I was talking on the phone with my good friend, Drew. We've been friends since seventh grade. And I told him, you know, like, you know, it's not, it's, you know, it's going really slow going. He asked me, you know, how's photography going? I'm like, yeah, I don't really have any clients. I'm not really doing too much. And he was such a good listener. And then he came back and said to me, you know what? I think that you should pay someone to redo your website so that it looks more professional. I think you should pay someone to do your SEO. If you don't know what that is, it's search engine optimization. So that when someone does a Google search, it comes up and it, you're going to be higher on the list so people can find you. And he told me the company, they're called Upwork. He recommended that I hire someone through Upwork. He was on the phone with me and walked me through how to do, find everything and do it and what to say. And it was such, so much help for me because he knew that I wanted to get more photo shoots and he knew that it was a little bit discouraging for me. And so he, he knew what to do to help me get out of that rut. And so I wanted to give a shout out to him because that was a huge, that has helped me so much. Like I've already gotten a lot of photo shoots. It's already, it's picking up a lot more for me and it's, it's been really helpful. And, and he's not a dream crusher. He was, you know, one that kind of looked at what was going on and listened to me. He believed in me and encouraged me and helped me get, you know, the next step. What I didn't really think about, I didn't really think to do that. And, and it's been super helpful. So if you're listening, Drew's Drew, a dream you. supporter. Yeah. Drew dream is supporter. A dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have 10 different, um, uh, suggestions I guess on how to be dream supporters and so number one I kind of just said that is to believe in them um so if someone has a dream you know you can kind of believe about it we all have self-doubt we're all our own worst critics so already the person that has that goal is already being super hard on themselves they don't need you to be hard on them too um, I think that everyone's confidence is a little bit shaky and we're kind of like not sure about ourselves. I think the older we get, we learn to be more confident. We learn about our skills and talents. And so we build that confidence. But I think that having someone that, you know, if you have someone that really believes in you and says, yeah, you can do this. And it's kind of your cheerleader. Um, I think that can make all the difference. That leads into the next one too, which is encouraging them. Um, you know, like words, like I just said, like you can do it. I know you can. Um, that can really help someone reach their goals instead of being like, uh, I don't know. Are you sure you want to do X, Y, and Z? Are you sure you can make it to, you know, Timbuktu on your next vacation? I don't know if you can do that. You know, um, anything's possible in this world, anything, anything that you can dream and think about, you can achieve it if you work towards it. And the more that we can be encouraging, the more that we can be positive to people, the better that our world's going to be, the better that our relationships are going to be. Um, that brings us right into our next one, which is expect a lot. So we're often told not to get our hopes up. We're encouraged to have realistic expectations. But when it comes to helping others operate at their best, we sometimes have to raise our expectations. 
this can be taken to extremes, but there are many times when a teacher, a parent, or a boss has required more of us than we thought we're capable of, and we have risen to the challenge, um, which has enabled us to go further than before. How many times in your life, think of your life when maybe you didn't think you could do something, but someone else um, expected that it was going to happen and you're going to be able to do it and you were able to accomplish it. And I think that when we expect more for, of other people, then they're going to be able to, you know, raise that bar and they're going to be able to do more. Actually, I should have saved this. So I might be off on a few things, but I read this on Facebook yesterday and it goes right along with this. They said that, that in, I think, 1930, they had lab rats in a cup of water where they couldn't reach and they had to swim and they had to tread water. And the, they tread water for, I think it was like three minutes or something. And then they gave up. And right when they were about to drown, the scientists pulled them out of the water and they were fine. And a few minutes later, they put them back in the water. And this time they tread water for like 36 hours before they gave out because they knew at some point someone was going to come and save them. But the first time they were only able to tread that water, you know, for a few minutes. That's kind of like this. If you you know, if we're expecting that people are going to rise up to the occasion or they're going to be able to do it, then they are going to be able to do it. If we expect that they're not and they're going to fail again like they did last time and we're going to say all those negative words, then, you know, they might do that too. But what we say can really affect people. And um, I know firsthand about this and I'm sure you've all, you know, been in situations. I remember our mom and not to, you know, say negative things about her, but I remember our brother, Rob, Robert Fuhr, he is a professional artist now. He's incredible. But as a child, our parents really crushed his dreams. They were dream crushers. They told him, no, you can't be a starving artist when you grow up. You can't do that. You, no one can be you know, an artist. No one can be a painter when they grow up. Well, guess what, everyone? Our brother is a painter. But you know what? I think that if he would have had a little bit more encouraging words and people expected him to become the best painter ever. He could have found that sooner on. He went to school and became a graphic designer and worked in you know, that field for a while, but that's not his dream. He later went back to school and became a painter, but if he could have you know, from earlier on, started earlier on, he could have been that much more happy and that much more progressed in his profession. And so it's important as parents and leaders that we encourage children you know, to follow their dreams. Now, whenever my kids say something like Jackson, he is five years old, my son Jackson, he wants to be a scientist. He wants to build a money tree and he wants it to produce money. And I always tell him, you do that, buddy. Like, if that's what you want to do, go for it. And I don't know, maybe someday he'll invent some kind of tree that produces <laughs> money. Who knows? You know, no one knows what the future is. Who am I to crush his dreams? Who am I to be a dream crusher? You know, I'm not going to do that. Um, this next one I think is really good. It's spend time with them. So if you have, you know, someone that is working on their dreams, spending time with them and then checking in with them to see how their, their progression is. How many times has someone that, you know, maybe someone close to you said, you know, I want to lose, you know, five pounds and you're like, okay, whatever, like go for it. How many times do you check back with them? Like, oh, how's that going? Like, are you doing, you know, P90X or did you go back to the gym or, you know, and, and being interested in what they're doing and checking back in, that can really be helpful. Cause what if, what if that one time you ask them, oh no, I'm not doing it. And then they think, oh, you know what? Liz asked me if I'm going back to the gym today. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go back to the gym. That can really help uh, them reach their goals and even change their behaviors. Um, and this last one 
is to celebrate their achievements with them. And I think that this one is awesome because Liz and I have talked about our success journals and I'm sure we have a, a whole episode about our success journals, but um, if you haven't listened to it, we talk about when you have achieved a goal that you, we have a success journal. So we have, we put our goal into our journal and we write all about it and we kind of celebrate like so-and-so like for me, like when I bought my first professional camera, I got my first, you know, professional camera and I wrote all about that experience and celebrating um, with others in that. Like, for example, I had a really good photo shoot on Saturday um, and I got paid really well. It went really good. Pictures were perfect. Everything was ideal. And I got home, I said, Cole, let's go celebrate. And he's like, great, I'm taking you out to lunch. Let's go out to lunch. And he celebrated that, you know, I had this great work day and we both went out and got some yummy lunch, tried a new restaurant and it was super fun. And so um, I think that the more positive we can be to other people about their goals, the more that we can encourage them, check in on them, see their progression, see how they're doing, spending time with them and then celebrating when they reach that goals we could have such a more positive influence on those around us. Um, people would be able to reach their goals more and it'd be a lot better experience for everyone. I know personally when people have shut me down for my goals, it's, it's hard. It's hard when you have a dream crusher crushing your goals. And so I just want to encourage everyone on here today to not be a dream crusher, to really evaluate yourself. I mean, I'm sure there's times where I have been a dream crusher, but I'm working on that and I'm trying, you know, whenever my husband does say something, I have noticed that I'm like, yeah, you should totally go for that. It doesn't matter what it is, like backpacking, you know, in Mexico with his friends to go on a trip or whatever it is. I'm like, yeah, you should go for it. Do it. Do it. Like I'm always like trying to encourage him, whatever it is that he's wanting to do. Um, because I, I want him to do that for me too. I want him to encourage me and, and I want our kids too, to be encouraged for whatever it is that they have. And did you want to add anything on um, oh. not being a dream crusher today? Um, yeah, I, well, I, I'll just say, I feel like as sisters, like we've had the opportunity to really support each other and our dreams over and over and over. And I'm grateful for that. Like, it's fun to have family that I heard someone say this in a speech, that it's important to complete, not compete in our relationships. And I love that, like, uh, helping other people um, and and in our situation it's like helping your sister you know like when when I first said hey I'm gonna do this podcast Christina's like cool I want to do it with you and so like it was like okay let's do it together you know so it's been a lot of fun and I feel like we've grown a lot by that togetherness and the enjoyment of fulfilling a goal together and so anyway I just I do appreciate this, the support that I've received from people over the years. I mean, there's lots and lots of people that have checked in with me, but I think you are good at that. I think you're good at supporting people on, on their goals and being more of a dream builder and, you know, helping people to move forward. So I think that's great. I love the topic. So good. Yeah. So, all right. Cool. Well, Liz, why don't you share your oops moment with us today? Okay. So you guys have probably all, a lot of our listeners have followed us on our journey of losing our dad in March and um, just, you know, his passing and all the parts of that and going through the house and just all the things we've been doing. And so, you know, when your parent passes and they've been collecting things and lived in the same house for 40 years, there's always a lot to go through. 
And then particularly with our parents, our dad was a fix-it man. So he collected anything and everything that could be useful someday. And our mom was a teacher. She was a preschool teacher. So she collected anything and everything that could she could use for a, an object lesson or puppets or toys or whatever. She, she had it. And so anyway, so we have all been on the journey of cleaning up our parents' house starting back in March. And it's, it's been ongoing. We did have a nice break while our older brother went back to Taiwan and we all just kind of ignored the house for a while, (laughs) but he's back. So (laughs) we can't ignore it anymore. We got to face it. So this last, last couple of days, I guess like three or four days, I was down in the Salt Lake area. We were visiting my husband's family, but I knew my brother would be there and he just barely came in. So I said, I will come and I'll help you go through things. And I had some things picked out, some heirlooms, you know, a really cool old antique trunk and some other really fun things from my mom and dad's house. And so I was like, I'm going to get those. And, you know, and so I started a pile (laughs) and I brought my trailer down so that I'd have something to transport everything in. And so anyway, we started putting everything in and I'm like, wow, I'm filling this trailer. Like there's a lot. And you know, at that point, it's just like, well, we're just taking it with and I'll, I'll go through it again later and see what I really need. But filled up a minivan and a trailer and I pulled in last night at like 10 o'clock and my husband says, let's just get it all in. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it is so late. Like, can't we just And I said, I don't want to take it in the house yet. Like that's a lot of stuff to just explode in the house. I'm like, let's just stick it in the garage for now. But it filled up a good chunk of the garage. And now that it's in my garage, I'm like, okay, I don't need all of this. So before I take anything in the house, I'm going to go through and just be like, okay, um, is this an emotion? And some of it is important things. Like my mom kept journals. She has like 28 journals or something. And so I have the box of all of her journals because there's, yes. And then memory books. Mom had so many memory books. I think there's probably 14 or something. So all of the memory books I need to go through. And I mean, there's just a lot to do, but it, it was one of those things where I'm like, okay, I just cleaned out my parents' house, but now I filled up my garage. Oops. (laughs) So anyway, right there. Yeah, definitely have to go through and uh, really evaluate. But anyway, only the only things that are going to make it into the house are things I really want to keep at this point because I'm like, oh, I don't want to fill up the house. <laughs> so yep. anyway, Dad, for all your treasures. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Rob kept saying, oh, I wanted to spend a month of my life going through all their papers and all the things, you know, we just kind of joked about it. Like, why do they have this or that? There was the... The most funny book, uh, it was from the 1970s, and it was all these funny things about um, husbands and wives. One of them said, oh, it's only against the law for men to beat their wife in in England on Sundays. And I was just like, what? Like, just random facts? (laughs) And we're just like, okay, why do our parents have this? (laughs) Super fun, guys. Lots of good laughs though. I mean, we've been busting up the whole time we're down there like, what is this? Or like the fact that important papers are mixed in with like bills from 40 years ago or whatever, you know, you kind of have to go through everything. Mixed in with Burger King ads. (laughs) 
Yes. Or you find like a gift card in with like old newspaper clippings or whatever. And you're just like, oh, okay, well, there is something valuable in in here. It's like digging for treasure. (laughs) Good times. So I guess our next, our next tip, you get, you get a few tips on this one. Um, Start cleaning (laughs) up your stuff now so that your kids don't have to do it later. Even if you're like 20, just keep it clean. (laughs) Yeah. Maintenance is good. A yearly go through the files or whatever you got and uh, clean Mm -hmm. out what you don't need. (laughs) For sure. Awesome. Well, thanks everybody. Are you ready to make forward movement in an area of your life? Relationships, money, organization, health, or happiness? We want to help you get the results you've always wanted and the happiness that you are worthy of. And so we have started a movement to support you in making these positive changes in your life. Arise Now is the best place to start when you are ready to get better results in life and you want positive support, effective tools, and strong motivation to make it happen. And that's why we started our movement, Arise Now. Arise Now is a supportive, fun, three-month-long program where you will learn tools, techniques, and mindset shifts to move forward in your relationships and goals. In Arise Now, you will have the support to set and accomplish three personalized goals. You will receive 12 valuable one-hour live training. Enjoy daily accountability and enjoy a safe, supportive community to start arising and thriving now. Visit ariseandthrivelife.com today and register so that you can get all the support, training, and accountability to start arising and thriving in your life.